Thank you for listening to the Patrick Ely podcast. As always, it's for entertainment purposes only. Now that we've gotten a little space from this most recent Texas school shooting, I think we're due to have a serious conversation about guns. With half a billion guns in circulation around the United States, the only way we're going to get the violence they cause under control is by starting to arm small children. America's new slogan for getting kids off to kindergarten should be shoes, socks, glocks, and lunchbox. When America was great, and I'm not talking about that stupid make America great again slogan, I'm talking about 1775. We made sure our children had guns in their hands. Yes. Nowadays, we have more Americans and potentially safer borders. And we have enough adults that in theory, we could keep America's youth safe. But the problem is almost all of the biological males above 21 in this country are pussies. Not only are they pussies, they are guaranteed to fuck up their kids unless some of these young whippersnappers can burn some holes in them first. We've got lost generations of men just whining on Twitter and taking out their frustrations on women and children instead of coming home to the comfort of having a family. We have very few real examples of manhood in this country. We don't even have good soldiers. Guys will go into the military for four years or eight years, find a way to get out on disability, and whine about how they lost a buddy in a firefight for the next 20 years. They ask for donations to help treat their PTSD and completely ignore the fact that there are Navy SEALs and Army Rangers walking amongst us who dealt with what they dealt with once or twice, dozens of times every single year for decades, and then came back into society and became business owners and positive members of the community and didn't complain once. They also actually, quite often, raise good kids. Same thing with firefighters. Firefighters, on a daily basis, see the amount of trauma that could cause PTSD for a whole herd of Mormons. But they pride themselves on having the character to be able to step up and serve their community in that way. On the other side, we've got aircraft mechanics who did a couple of years in the Navy pretending that they're heroes and software engineers suing their bosses because they were mean to them twice at the workplace. And these people have sons, and these sons deserve to be able to shoot their fathers. Groups of incompetent men, time and time again, fail to stop these school shooters. Police officers outside this Texas shooting, who are still going to get their pensions, they're going to get their retirement, they're going to get their vacation time, who are just huddled around like a field hockey team, waiting to figure out if they should address the hours of gunshots they heard ringing out from inside the school. If we had some Glocks in the lunchboxes next to the Lunchables, these Call of Duty playing motherfuckers could have stopped some of these shooters in their tracks. 
And I've gone to the range with some of these guys that have a small arsenal of real guns. I'm pretty confident that somebody who's a sharpshooter in modern warfare or Fortnite would have better aim than these guys that are toting real weaponry. Let's actually reward them for their metaverse combat skills. American families are a failure, but let's be serious. It's men's fault 95% of the time. The moment a woman brings a healthy child into the world, her work is done, man. Giving birth requires just about as much strength as anything. And a woman has nothing left to prove in terms of her strength after she's done that. Within society, men are the only ones asked or expected to be strong. Of course, now we have some feminists who really want to do any job that a man can do. And for some reason, they usually don't do construction, but sometimes they do. And if they want to sign up to be tough, if they want to sign up to be strong, that's fine. But it's not a requirement. It shouldn't be. They have smaller skeletons. They have one-tenth of the testosterone that men have, which gives them their drive and their muscle mass. Their high levels of estrogen force them to be emotional in high-pressure situations where men are tuned to be able to train their minds and bodies to respond calmly and properly and effectively to being stressed. How do you think we pulled off the whole hunter-gatherer thing that paleo pussies are so wild about pretending they replicate. They had to hunt. You think it's easy hunting big game? You think it's pleasant having a tiger coming at you? You probably didn't think about it at all. You've probably been living in fantasy land where you think that we can remove the 500 million guns in circulation from society or have successful crisis response by arming teachers after 24 hours of training. Good luck with that. One of the gifts that men are given is the ability to become strong. And that's volitional if you choose not to. Anybody who is religious believes that God bestowed upon different humans different gifts, and it was your duty to use them for service to the Lord. And by that logic, Every man should be committed to developing real character and real strength, not bench pressing at the gym, not having one tough guy story, but living as a consistently strong and honorable and respectful person who rises to occasions. It's too late for the adult generations of males. They're not going to change. They missed the boat. And the last generations of successful men in America are on Medicare. They're slowing down. The hormonal and cognitive abilities that allowed them to be strong in the way that we need to protect this country is fading because that's a natural process of aging. We have to give children the tools to become strong.
ignorance is bliss. Kids aren't caught up in these silly ideologies like running in a pack of Democrats or Republicans. They're pragmatic enough to pull triggers when duty calls. There hasn't been a single school shooter who had a good father. And the media, run by men, pretends to look in to the home life and situation of these kids after the fact, but they purposely glance over the real issues. It's like if you had a bank robber with a hundred hostages and after the robbery, the news and law enforcement only interviewed the robber and said, Hey, were you at the scene of the crime? And they said, no. And then the news just moved on and said, that bank robbery will never be explained. And police officers said, we've spoken to witnesses and we have no leads. Even though they could have asked the hundred other people who actually watched what was going on and weren't committing the crime, what happened? And they all would have said, hey, it's the bank robber. What the news does is they ask the parents, well, how is little Johnny at home? Time after time, the father, if he's even around, stands on camera and says, well, I didn't notice anything. He seemed like a sweet kid. Maybe they'll offer something vague, such as, you know, he had to move around a bit and live with his grandparents. And then the news says, look at the father. We spoke to him, and he's so sad. It must have been the video games. Meanwhile, the father, for 12 years of the 13-year-old's life, hadn't checked in with this kid as red flag after red flag happened. As the kid asked him to come to his baseball game, he found a reason to have to work over and over and over. As the kid started spending all of his time in his room, he just left him there so he didn't bother him. You know, teenagers. As the kid looked for a male role model who did an honest job, he bragged about how he scammed people in fake business and had late night office meetings with some lady who wasn't his mom. As the kid ate himself into depression with cereal and other diabetic inducing high carbohydrate foods, he watched his dad drink beer after beer and then eat ice cream to top it off and make excuses about why he couldn't go for a walk at night to work off some of that fat. As his mother asked his dad to go do something outside with their son because he seemed to be playing too many video games and wasn't going outside to play on his own and had decided not to try out for his sports team this year, dad finds a way to go on guys trips and vacations with his buddies instead of going on a family camping trip and teaching his child how to shoot that Remington rifle or go fishing. He basically taught his kid to start using drugs and to start having superficial relationships where he would use people or scam them or betray them because he was learning that genuine relationships weren't there for him and that you couldn't expect to spend quality time with people. So you just needed to make your time feel good. 
And since that stuff ultimately doesn't make you feel good and creates depression, except when you're using or getting those rushes of excitement, the child just felt worse and worse and felt angrier and angrier and more and more frustrated and more and more resentful of kids that appeared to him to not have fucked up lives. He felt trapped by the fact that his family on the outside didn't look fucked up. What does he have to complain about? He's got a 4K monitor and always has the new system. Dad drives a Beamer. And he's white, so of course he's not disenfranchised by anything. I could spend the next decade going after guys one by one that deserve an ass beating or a shooting. I wouldn't want to kill anybody. I would just want to make them think. I know a, a whole herd of guys who never took the time to make their daughters feel loved and significant and to this day have an excuse while the daughters are adults. And I'd like to personally provide them with a break from having to be on the go. I'd like to immobilize them for a few months. I know a bunch of guys who did a couple of years of quote-unquote service doing something, maybe even joined the military, and then came back to civilian life only to screw up their neighborhoods and companies. They would have been better off not doing that one tour, letting a real man handle twice the work out there and he'd actually want to do twice the work because he'd want to do his best because that's what real men want to do. We could have just placed that other dude straight into a body bag instead of letting him come back to America and cause suicide and depression in half a dozen families with 20-odd kids between them. Problem is, society won't let me do that. I'd be a bad guy. I would be too harsh in my punishments, which hadn't been judged by a jury in a court of law. It's kind of like how meth addicts have to get saved when someone shows up at a crime scene or a fire. And the meth addict might be the guy who started the fire or who just killed his whole family with a machete. Yes, that happens frequently. And his children are dead. And they didn't get a chance to get saved. But law enforcement or the paramedics have to do everything they can to keep this fucker alive. And then he gets rehabilitated. That's what our society does. If we really wanted to get this pandemonium under control, we'd let them burn in their own fire. That's what their tweaked out brain wanted anyway. The only way to fix this gun violence thing is to just give kids guns. If the little ladies want to start blasting, okay. Yay feminism. And if they want to leave the gun in the lunchbox and play with dolls or, or do something more traditionally feminine, that's fine too. I got a feeling these young men who are now empowered, whether they're five or ten years old, are going to gravitate towards that Sig Sauer. And don't complain about how they'll go be under emotional duress for the rest of their life if they have to use a weapon. All these kids are going to be under emotional duress for the rest of the life from child abuse or neglect. 
coming anyway. We might as well teach them how to deal with tougher situations and move on rather than this sort of hypersensitivity training that we've created in this country. Yeah, you need to go to therapy. You need to learn how to address your problems. And then you need to learn to address them and move on. That's what therapy is about. Not having somebody make you feel better about whining. What is wrong with you if you're a man who keeps saying, well, the only way I can maintain what's wrong with me is if I keep going to therapy and be allowed to be all fucked up. Are you kidding me? No, it'd be better to be like, listen, little Johnny, you got to start aiming for the knees and not the neck. Okay. Got to calm down a little bit. At least the kid will have learned how to take action. And these kind of initiatives can be free. Anytime we have a gun buyback program, which we're doing anyway, to get hand, guns out of the hands of violent criminals in dangerous communities, we should just send those guns straight to the schools. You should get a 9mm on the same day that you get your iPad for class. You should get silencers or extendos or extra clips when you get into master's programs or become a doctor. And instead of worrying about making sure that backpacks are made out of clear material, we should start focusing on making lines of concealed carry stuff that will fit a child. We should make sure that we have secure, effective ways to put a little pistol in your Jordan. They should fit well under 10 year old socks and right now you really need to be at least 5 4 and 120 pounds for any of those sort of carry accessories to fit you well you shouldn't force all children to carry guns around their waist it doesn't look cool with every outfit and that's just not comfortable for some what about the kids who have little short stubby arms that can keep scraping up against the top of the gun if it's in their jeans and can cause them skin issues like psoriasis? Until we start having the basic conversation about the necessity of arming children, we can't move on to more important topics like concealed carry accessories. And I'm convinced we cannot wait for the adults to pretend they're going to figure all of this out without arming the kids. American adults are such a joke. Speaking of ideologies, the Republicans elected an orange reality TV star who tells jokes. He's known for being funny. And that's who they wanted to lead the country. And let's just say that that was a step up from Obama. Good God, that's pathetic. And let's say that the Republican and let's say that the Republicans were wrong in wanting Donald Trump to lead our country. How incompetent is everyone on the other side for electing a demented dude who's 82 years old and has done more to harm the less fortunate than 
any person in power in the history of the United States post-slavery in Joe Biden. Joe Biden created the three strikes rule. He's a fucking creep. He's America's worst father. Everyone just criticizes Hunter Biden and doesn't talk about the fact that when his mom died, Joe stayed on that campaign trail, suckling at the teat of the American public and telling him whatever they wanted to hear. He didn't stop, even though he was already rich and go take care of his kid and make sure that he had the family unit that was able to teach him how to have the character to get through such a traumatic loss like your mom dying. As Hunter Biden has suffered from drug addiction and an affinity for crack whores, Joe has never once stepped back again, even though he has generational wealth at this point, and just tried to be there to restore some class to his family. How could that be? Because he doesn't have any class. He's a fucking creep. And that's the best that America could do to replace Donald Trump. Our figurehead of finance, Jerome Powell of the Federal Reserve, in all of his infinite knowledge, thought that shutting down the country for a fake virus and robbing America's small businesses of their ability to exist and giving all of the infrastructure to Amazon and Walmart and fake essential services like McDonald's was going to create briefly transitory inflation, if any at all. You dumb fuck. And that's who American adults listen to and then parrot the opinions of. Oh yeah, you guys can solve murder problems. Sure. American morons talk about how electric vehicles are green energy, even though they take fossil fuels to produce and weigh tens of thousands of pounds full of essential minerals mined from the earth. I want an electric car, but it's not so I can go green. And yet we have adults with the right to vote and families of four with two children saying, the way to stop global warming is for everyone to drive an electric vehicle. You morons. And you bums are pretending that you're going to fix a symptom of your chronically poor ability to raise children in the form of gun policy and throwing money at stupid mental health programs to supposedly prevent gun violence that you don't understand why it's occurring because you won't look at yourselves in the mirror. That's the next thing to go by the woke mob. Mirrors are going to be banned because they're going to force people to look at themselves. And that's now triggering. If you want an assault rifle, I say you got to pass a test. Just like when you want to fly a fancier plane as a pilot. But let's let those kids take tests. Because I have a feeling that a lot of children test better than their dumbass fathers. Let's let people start shooting on actual merit, not entitlement. And that'll cause a lot of the people running the show to have some real consequences for their lack of accountability. Bang, bang.